How do things that are magical become mundane? And how do we make things that are mundane magical again? Hi, I'm Lisa M.K. Ling, and welcome to One Small Thing. So I'm at Harper's Ferry Adventure Center on the border of Virginia and West Virginia. I'm here on a Girl Scout trip with my daughter and some friends. And um, it's our second morning here and it's a beautiful day the sun's just coming up over the Shenandoah River um, over these grassy fields sparkling with dewdrops um, spider webs between the fences and grass just gently blowing in the breeze it's kind of cool but still nice just a beautiful morning and there's this kind of mist off of the river I've never really seen it before it almost looks like um, ghosts <laughs> on the water I'm not quite sure why it's there but it's pretty cool and last night was a almost full moon towards the end of June um, yeah beautiful day and it just feels magical this morning for some reason you know um, sometimes you wake up and I don't know something shifts inside of you after a lot of churn and that was kind of what this morning felt like a shift into the light again after a whole bunch of churn and rain and all this thunder and lightning and stuff that we've had over the last day or so it's been when we first got here um, a couple days ago, it absolutely poured, poured with rain. And we're camping in tents, so everything got soaked. It poured that night when, when we set up. It, it rained all night long on our first night here. We got to test the, um, how good the tent flies were. They actually were pretty good. And, and then it rained all the next day while we did our ropes course. And it only let up when we went whitewater rafting. But then we were already soaked <laughs> from the rain. And it didn't really matter if the river water splashed on us, which it did. There's, um, there was up to class three rapids here. Um, so anyways, it was, a, it was a really interesting trip with like so many different activities, every single different kind of weather you can imagine, rain and sun and cold and hot. And, um, you know, through it all, I found myself present sometimes, but also not present at other times. And it wasn't always dependent on what we were doing. And for example, um, you know, sometimes I would find myself thinking about other things, thinking about my coaching clients, thinking about what they were going through. Even when I was, you know, on the river, even when I'm here with my daughter and her, the Girl Scout troop. Um, obviously not when I'm jumping down from a 40-foot ledge and on a bungee cord, but or, you know, traversing the, the ropes course or going through like immediate rapids. But on other times when things weren't sort of captivating my attention immediately, you know, yeah, I found my mind wandering. And it's in those moments when I realized, you know, 
When you're not fully present with what's right in front of you, with what, with what life is presenting to you right then and there, um, that's when you, the magic kind of, you know, drains out. Um, but when you are present, when you just, when you see the dewdrops on the grass, when you see the spider webs and, and the morning mist coming off the river, or the full moon, or, or just even taking a deep breath, when you're present with the sound of the birds, when you decide to just appreciate life as it is, even the rain, even the rain, you know, in a way the rainy day was not better or worse than the sunny day. They were just different. And one made me appreciate the other. And this is kind of my point, I think, that part of the magic and coming back to the magic of life is appreciating all of the contrast. Usually we like one thing over another, but it's actually the contrast between the different things that provides the interest and the stimulation and the and the just the change that keeps us interested in life. And I want to give a couple of examples. The first is my daughter and her driving. So Mei Jin is 16. She's about to get her full driver's license. We've been driving with her for a while. I think it's whatever, like six months or nine months or something. You have to drive, like she's been driving behind the wheel, but then she has to have an adult, um, you know, in the passenger seat. So she can't really go anywhere on her own. And in a few weeks time, once she gets her certificate, she's going to be able to drive on her own. And she is so friggin' excited about this <laughs> to be able to get in a car, turn the key, and drive out the driveway and go wherever she wants, whenever she wants, with nobody joining her, just completely on her own. That alone. Basically, what would I do every day? Basically, to her, that idea of that is absolutely thrilling <laughs> and I looked at that and I was like oh my god how did something so magical become mundane right some of us think of driving as a chore and even if you enjoy driving you know you probably don't think of it as this magical thing you get to do to get in a car and and have it take you wherever you want, whenever you want. Like, when you think about it like that, from her perspective, it is magic. It's totally magic. So, yeah, breathe that in. <laughs> the magic is in the perspective. The magic is in you. It's not really in the thing. It's in you. That is worth a deep breath. The magic is in you. When you shift your perspective, you get the magic back. One of my teachers says, if everything's shitty, pull your head out of your ass. <laughs> because it's just your perspective that's shitty. And honestly, it's a pretty 
simple way of saying the truth. I have found that to be so true because there's always magic available to us, even in circumstances that we think are really bad. There's always something there for us if we're willing to see it. And you know, a circle has 360 degrees. We're standing on one of those degrees looking at the situation that we're facing from one perspective. There's 359 more perspectives to see that situation from, depending on where we stand around that circle. What if you were to choose a slightly different perspective and see it from that angle? How would it look then? So, I have another example, my own example, Hawaii versus Arlington, right? I went to Hawaii the whole month of May and had a wonderful time with my son, Bodhi. I watched him surf. I tried surfing, but I'm not sure it's for me. I I drank a lot of water (laughs) and I'm just, yeah, I'm not quite ready to take on that challenge. There's a steep learning curve, at least for for me anyways. Uh, Maybe not if you're a teenager, but I'm not a teenager anymore. So, Um, but, you know, despite that, it was such a great trip. We had a wonderful time together and Hawaii is such a beautiful place where you feel the power and the magnificence of mother nature, just in this abundance, you know, the ocean and the lush landscape and the jungle and fruits and the sand and the sea and the sky and the sun they're just all there all the elements are there every single day just beaming down on you um and even then you know like when you first get there it's like so magical and then after a week two weeks three weeks it's not quite as magical it's still magical but by the time i left it was was not the same as when i arrived and i was looking forward to coming home even though it's so beautiful, not because, and you know, people said, well, did something happen? Like, you know, what, what don't you like about Hawaii? And I said, no, that's not it. There's nothing I don't like. There doesn't have to be something wrong with something in order to um, be looking forward to something else, right? They're just different. Like Hawaii is amazing and wonderful and you feel mother nature's abundance and there's this amazing aloha vibe. Everything's super chill. And flowing and by the way you smell weed everywhere <laughs> like everywhere you go you smell weed um, and then you go back to Arlington and Arlington is just outside of Washington DC and it's kind of the opposite vibe right it's a agenda vibe it's where you get things done not just for yourself but like for the whole country it's the nation's capital and it's a totally different vibe but I also love it and I love the contrast between the two that's actually what i love is the contrast one is not better than the other they're just different and this is where i find the magic actually is in the contrast between things you know and then getting to blend it in your own little unique way like how you mix that together and i decided that the aloha vibe and the agenda vibe together make the lisa vibe which is basically get things done with joy. You know, you can blend it together and find your own magic. 
and um my friends you know who saw all the pictures on instagram and stuff they're like how did you ever come back and i was like i missed my tennis buddies i missed my office i missed my husband and daughter you know like i there's a lot of things in arlington that i love i love my walk i love my tree i i love my life in both places you know you don't have to love one thing over another they can just be different and you can fully appreciate each one in the moment that you're with that and i think that's that's a huge part of feeling the magic and the joy of life is just being fully present with what's in front of you and allowing yourself to take it in um yeah that deserves another deep breath you can probably hear the sound of the birds there's an eagle's nest nearby there's also a lot of crows cawing and little tiny birds chirping i don't know their names we got completely soaked and you know it could have been this trip you could have said it was miserable in some parts right we were soaked um everything was wet and muddy you know um but but it wasn't miserable and i just kept thinking of how much i'm going to appreciate the cleanliness and the warmth and the dryness and the hot shower you know at home after being dirty muddy wet damp and eating camp food and everything getting smoky on the campfire you know so again it's not miserable it's whatever you make of it even though it was a totally soaking camping trip it was awesome and all the girls the girl scouts you know nobody complained once because they're just happy to be outside they're happy to be together they're happy to be have school be done they're happy to be in nature they're happy to go rafting on the river happy to try something new on the ropes course you know both of some of them were terrified either of rafting or ropes and they they overcame their fears that's magic that's magic we can also overcome our fears of everything having to be better or worse than each other they don't things are just different it's not better or worse nature doesn't do that is the crow better than the bird or the eagle is the tall grass better than the short grass is the sycamore better than the spruce no is the sun better than the moon is the earth better than the sky no is the day better than the night nature doesn't do that it doesn't make things better or worse they just are and when you see them all as part of the whole part of the harmony that makes up the whole then everything becomes magic and you get to experience all the different parts of it in that moment and the most magic thing of all is allowing yourself to also experience all the different parts of you the sickness and the health the willpower and the surrender the victory and the defeat the awe and the wonder 
and the mundane and the material. And just allow yourself to be and to see and to stand by the tree. (laughs) I couldn't resist putting that in there. Okay. Love y'all. Bye.